millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Man, that was a good beginning there. <laughs> it was a good beginning, yeah. I don't think we caught it, though. No, we didn't. I was I was just uh, freestyle scream singing. It was good. It was good. You were talking about the water, and someone was like a tampon or something. I don't remember it all, but it was good. Yeah. I can't true. believe you guys missed that. I uh, Breaking news on this show, or not even breaking news, I, uh, I got a uh, request on Instagram for a follow. Yeah. And it's by Book of Worms. And I'm thinking I'm going to take it because their bio just says Outer Space Heavy Metal from Richmond, Virginia. That sounds badass. Mm-hmm. That's right up our... Oh, we are starting a cult, by the way. That's great. I'm Jake. That's right up our alley. Yeah, they're... warm folk. They're into, like, doom metal and shit. That's my, uh, that's that's my ideal scenario. So, Book of Worms. I can't say I've listened to you yet, but you're, I'm coming for you. I'm We're coming for you, you right out. now. I'm gonna see what's what's crapping in that neck of the woods. You yeah, know? what's going on there? That's my life. But uh, yeah, this is the show. We are starting a cult. We are back with a brand new episode of our show. I love it's that. true. It's true. Nothing really specific. Maybe just talk about movies. Maybe some music in there. Yeah, Who we'll knows? see where the world takes us. You just know? a little bit of a respite after the BTK. It's been a while since we've had one of these. Uh, very lax episodes. Uh, the last one we did turned into an entire hour on uh, cryogenic freezing or cryonics or whatever. It's yeah, true. Cryonics. It's like, uh, what was it, Alcor? Yeah, Alcor. And they're emailing you, they're going to take your body. The Life Extension uh, Society. Um, but yeah, this one, it's, we're just going to be chilling, telling you about uh, some movies we were watching lately. Uh, I, I can honestly say I've been, I haven't been like necessarily attentively watching a lot of movies, but I've seen a crazy amount of movies lately. No, it's kind of the way you got to do it sometimes. You know, just throw it on, have something on while you're on your phone. That yeah, whatever. That you is know. the way it works. I'll say this: I have to rewind a little bit. Um, the first movie I'm going to talk about. Um, yeah. I uh, when uh, it originally came out, the first part of it, like the remake. Uh, Fuck, I don't remember even when that was, but we went to the drive-in movie theater, and we saw it. Uh, Jake, I believe you were there, weren't you? I don't think I've ever been to a drive-in to this day, so I don't think so. Are you sure? So. I've never been there. I could have swore you were there. We bought, So you watched it through a windshield of a car. Yeah, we did. I well, actually, do, I was I outside. I was sitting outside. Well, that sounds better. Um, no, I wasn't there. 
But yeah, so we went there. I think tickets were like, I don't know, it was like five or ten bucks a person or whatever. Nice. Um, and it's a double feature, you know? So, like, that was the first movie. That was the one everyone wanted to see. It was brand new. It was the hot topic. Um, that was what was going on in the world. So we went. Uh, you might have to say to yourself, what the fuck are you talking about, Grant? Well, the second movie playing was Annabelle Creation, okay? Oh, my. And we left. Uh, we, as well as probably about 45 to 70% of the audience, left the, the drive-in. Cause After we like, seeing it? Stupid. Yeah, we didn't want to watch the other one, right? Yeah. I don't know. Excuse me, I had a cashew in my mouth. Yeah, cashews. Um, but uh, we didn't want to see it. We weren't really interested. So we left. Um, and uh, recently we've been redo- revisiting the uh, the Conjuring universe, I guess you could call it, you know. Um, pretty much out of order, like whatever we stumble upon, we're like, oh, yeah. I yeah, it's just that. like, this is one of them, sure. Um, so obviously, like, the Conjurings, I didn't rewatch those just because I had watched them pretty recently and i was like i don't want to get burnt out on them like they're they're cool for what they are yeah even though they're filled with the the warren's filthy lies but well yeah but that that's theater that's neither here nor there yeah they're good movies but anywho we started getting into we watched um the nun you i know you were there we watched that yeah i saw the nun we watched that here and that was surprisingly not as bad as i thought it could be no honestly i thought it was like a completely different movie i think i was mixing it up with like another one of their movies with the nun in it yeah or something like that but you know it was surprisingly good. It really Pretty kept my good. attention. Um, it, I mean, it was nowhere near like the best film in the series, but it caught my eye, and it was like, okay, this is good. Anywho, we, you know, we keep going, keep going, and we finally stumble upon Annabelle Creation. I'm pretty sure they added it to Netflix, and we were like, yeah, neither of us had seen this. Let's, uh, let's watch it. I can honestly admit that might be the best one in the entire really? series, even. I would even put it above The Conjuring itself. Like, it's that Damn, good. Damn, dude. I, what? It was shockingly good. I've seen, like, Annabelle movies, mm-hmm. but none of them really stood out. This one tropes all the other ones? Oh, no. This one decimates that. It was... Wow. It, Trumps, I mean? Yeah. I now, know. to be fair, keep in mind, I was watching this. I was laying in bed um, at, like, 4.30 in the morning while this was on. Jesus so, Christ. So, like, I'm watching this. Um... <laughs> And it's pitch black, and it's like, you know, you don't need to know the, the details of what my house looks like, but we're in, like, the very back. Like, that's where the room is. And so, it you know, it has a little creepy feel to it on occasion. And I'm watching it, and uh, I'm, I'm the only one awake at this point in the movie. So I'm like, well, I mean, I've been watching it for about an hour. You know, I'm not going to just go to sleep. I'll finish this shit. And there's one scene. I won't even spoil anything. There's a scene where... There is a normal-looking situation going on, and then it quickly turns into, like, this horrific, terrifying thing. Involving a doll. And it, No, not a doll. Like oh, a, my Like God. a monster. Good Lord. And it, it, I will say it, was, it wasn't a jump scare, but it was one of the scariest things I've seen in recent films. Wow. It, like, real, and it could have been the way that it was, like, the time. I was the only one awake. You know, I'm laying there in bed, kind of exposed. Very daunting. Um, that could have played a role in it, but I honestly, like, in my head, I was like, I kind of want to turn this off. Like, I, I, this is a little, like, weird. I want to turn this off right now. Did you? I did, yeah. I put on The Simpsons. Holy shit. Because I was like, I'm too tired, and I'm not going to be able to sleep. Navi's fucking in his, uh, in his crate, like, in his bed, and he's whining, 
And I'm like, I don't like this. Oh, God. Because <laughs> like, well, it got like really loud, so it woke yeah, him yeah, up. Yeah. So he's whining, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. So I was like, I'm putting The Simpsons on. I'm just going to bed. I'm going to forget this. So I, I came back to it, and I rewatched the from like a scene previous to that, and I watched the rest of it. And it was great. I have to say it was a that great is not movie. what I expected the end to be like when you started telling the story. No, it, about Annabelle, an Annabelle movie, Jesus, it's yeah, awesome. Annabelle creation was absolutely amazing. Um, then we watched another one. I don't remember what it was called. Maybe it was like Annabelle comes home. Maybe I don't remember. I don't know. Cause see, I, I've seen them out of order. So like, I remember you and I watched. I one. think the one that we watched was like the same apartment or something. It was weird. That it originally it, happened in. and or no, oh, I don't know. Because like, the Warrens weren't involved in the one that we had seen originally yeah, at yeah. all. She was like given to this couple and it was just ensuing. And then there was some woman at a bookstore who was like, I'm an expert in voodoo. Yeah, yeah, Or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so like, I don't, it wasn't this one. It was the other one that I hadn't seen. And this one, it was, it was interesting in its own way because it centered on the Warrens' daughter. And she was home alone for the weekend with a babysitter. And the babysitter's friend uh, releases Annabelle, like, unintentionally. It's always the babysitter's and then, like, friend. The shit happens to them, like, in the house, you know, because of that. Um, that It was nowhere near as good. It was, it was good, I guess, for what it was. But I would not, like, recommend that movie to people. All right. Um, but certainly Annabelle Creation, if you have any inkling... Into the Conjuring universe, you got to check that one out because it's really good. All right, all you right. are gonna like it. And I just promise. know if that's the first one you watch, you're probably gonna be slightly disappointed as you keep going. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. You're a hundred percent gonna be disappointed. Um, the Warrens aren't involved in it, but it gives like a a really incredible backstory, and then it makes sense for like the the movies that come later, like in the timeline. You know, pretty cool. Because, creating their own little universe there. Yeah, like, there's things that I noticed from, like, movies I'd seen previously that just, you know, they were creepy, but they didn't make, like, sense to me. It was like, oh, that's a weird choice. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because of this, you know? Oh, yeah. Dude, I watched a uh, a, a movie recently. It's Candyman. The remake of Candyman. Oh, the, the remake. Dude, yeah, yeah, It is so fun. Like, you just reminded me of it because uh, it, too, had it was just so well done. Like, the storytelling was so, so good. Interesting. It it reflected, like, the actual creation story of Candyman. With the bees? Just, like, yeah, with the bees, all that stuff. Dude, it was... Have you seen it? Uh, Not the remake, no. You have to. There's there's some good little winks to to Chicago living, you know? Oh, yeah, dude. The cops show up. I'm like, hey, I've seen those guys. Is it like a... It, does it take place in, like, a current Chicago setting? It does, yeah. And it follows, like, an artist, like how Candyman was like the original yeah. one because that's yeah. sort of like the original like it what was in what was that like Cabrini Green which yeah, is Cabrini Green I mean they tore that shit down in what like the late 80s I think yeah so and it was like I think it started with a guy coming through people's walls because the walls were made so shoddily that you could like literally walk between them yeah you're just like oh, that here kind you of go. thing yeah it's like those Japanese partition doors but no dude I didn't know how I was gonna feel about it because I knew it was like a continuation it wasn't like a complete remake. It was so good. It was okay. so fucking good. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I, I do want to check that out. I'm too, uh, I'm too like anti-paying for things that like I'm not desperately needing to see. 
I'm stupid when it comes to that. I'll rent a movie that came out like 20 years ago and I can't find anywhere. But like a movie that's new that I want to see, I'm like, I'll wait till it's free. Yeah, you'll wait 20 years till you can buy it. And the- <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know why. I don't know like what that is, but... Eh. I, You're I, a collector, you know? Yeah, that's true. I I have a very, very small collection of strange You're Quite DVDs. the overflowing shelf area. Yeah, we had to. We actually had to move things into a different shelf because it just it there was too much and it was just it looked sloppy as shit. Yeah, it half your house working. is full of boxes, just full of DVDs. Yeah, yeah, DVDs are fucking everywhere. So if you guys have any cool DVDs that you don't want, you can send them to me because I I collect all that shit. Or just any like movie recommendations at all. Well, yeah, I mean, that's always a given. You guys yeah. have to do that. No one does, but you have to. That's true. Do um, you know what movie ever I like returned to recently? What that still totally fucking holds up is Alien. Oh yeah, the original Alien movie. Man, what was that like seventy three or some shit? It was so, it, or yeah, like seventies or early eighties, something like that. Dude, it's funny you mentioned that because I just watched a movie. Um, it was like a romantic comedy or whatever. You know how they, that Round shit count. goes. I don't know what it was called, um, but for any uh, rom-com fans out there, you'll you'll be like screaming into your headsets like, it's fucking this, Grant. Answer it. It's this. Wait, describe it. I might be able to. It was uh, Kristen Bell was like the main girl. It gives me nothing. Um, and she was like a nerd in high school that got picked on by this like popular girl. And now it's like, you know, years later, she's really successful and her brother is marrying her high school bully. So she, like, goes back for the wedding. Good Lord. And the mom is Jamie Lee Curtis. And then, like, the mother-in-law is Sigourney Weaver. Nice. And that that part was, that was, like, the best part of the movie to me. It's just like, oh, my God, it's Sigourney. It was like, dude, this is, like, the two female horror movie leads. Like, that, that's, like, this it's is just, like, in is. a rom-com. Yeah, and <laughs> they were, like. It's kind of, like, throwaway characters a little bit. And they were, they kind of had their own, like, enemy, you know, high school drama, like. It you know to be honest with you I was kind of on and off like I was like it was good for what it was yeah it was one of those movies you just throw on I'm not a huge like Rome or Rome rom com fan <laughs> Rome com <laughs> uh, it it has to be like something good but uh I you know I give it a chance I give I'll give any movie a chance just throw it on I'm you I'm know? not opposed to it we watched why not I watched one. Uh, with my fiance that she loves was it was called like Mr. Right um with Ellen DeGeneres of all people yeah, right. I had never seen her in a live action movie like at all it like was really she weird. like a main character she, yeah like, she was like the main woman wow and it was about like uh I, I, you know I'm probably gonna explain this super incorrectly yeah. but she meets this dude that's like badass and she's like this guy's awesome they like kind of start like falling in love wait does she so she plays like a straight woman yeah it, it's very out of character for her um but they do that and then what happens is this guy gets like really weird and he starts like just being like creepy and shit and then like she gets like a restraining order and then he like kidnaps her and tries to take her to oh mexico my God. like it, it's like a funny like it's not like brutal you know it's like goofy like oh what the it's hell like they're talking like matter of factly but just like well of course i'm gonna do this like, yeah why would you do that but meanwhile she's like tied up yeah it was one of those like weird goofy like it was pretty funny i was i fell asleep during some other movie and i woke up and it was like just starting and i was like all right well i'll watch this let's see what's going on yeah why not but yeah, we've been I've been like all over the spectrum on film lately. I uh I haven't really watched many 
I can't tell you any memorable horror movies that I haven't seen before that I've seen. Um, Did you see uh, Malignant yet? Mm-mm. Still? I have not. You know what? I rewatched it. And you're like, and you know what? It takes back pre- everything. No, it's I still said. pretty good. It's still pretty good. The uh, but like I have been talking to some people about it, and I've come to agree with some of their opinions. Like some of the practical effects in there were not quite as good as you might expect from James Wan, especially yeah. after his work with like you know everything he's done. He's like he makes amazing movies in I the mean, horror yeah, look genre. At, like Saw, you know, like that's fucking crazy. Yeah, and I still liked. I still did like Malignant. But that was a great point that someone at work brought up. They're just like, it's like not anywhere near what his level is. Yeah, like a lot of the practical effects in there. But it is a good story, I think. But here's, it's a fun romp. Here's the question know? that I, I don't know the answer to at all. So I could be a hundred percent incorrect here. Is James Wan the director, or was he just like the executive producer? Good lord, we have to look that up because I thought he was the director, but I've never checked. Because that could make a big difference, like. They throw that shit, like, they'll throw names out there a lot, and if you don't actually, like, look at the credits, it it completely alters the movie, you know? Because I, I could yeah. be wrong. I don't know. Here, wait, I'm see. not sure if he directed that or not. Let's see. We're getting confirmation. Director James Wan. Oh, so he did direct it. He did. So then, yeah, that's a very fair criticism to make then. Yeah, what's going on with that? Um, I feel like he's just, like... $34 million was his budget. See, here's my thing, too, with horror movies is, like, there's no such thing as, like, you can't really be a Steven Spielberg-type director of horror movies. Like, it's just not plausible. And James Wan, I'm not saying he's not good, because that dude, he's good. Like, he makes a good film. Yeah. But it's, like, you know, after a while, like, you can only do so many things as a horror director, you know? And that's why I think it stays so relevant because there always has to be new people injected into that scene. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't even like the, the like, uh, I don't know, the the acting. It wasn't even like the, uh, fuck, I can't think of the, the word. The execution, I guess. The execution of the film and, like, the story itself. Like, it wasn't bad at all. Okay. But, like, it wasn't up to the budget that he has worked himself up to. Yeah, for like a for reasons unknown, you okay. know what I mean. Like, I still think it's a good movie. I liked it. All right, but so does it make the recommendation list for Jake? I'd say, All I'd right. say, yeah, it's it's worth a worth a shot. It makes it in there. I respect that. I uh, yeah, I still got to get to it. I see. For me, it's hard. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I very much I'm a rewatcher. Like, I find something I like and I'll rewatch. Oh it. yeah, you rewatch it every like year or so, and you're just like, this is good. Yeah, and I don't know why, but I act like I haven't seen it, even though I know the outcome. It's like it's the little things that I'm like, this is what I like. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And it, it's less stress. It's like I, sometimes, like especially with movies, because TV shows are a little different. Like you have a lot of time, so if you miss a little bit. Yeah, the people are going to be like, oh, you missed this scene. It's like, well, I still got the fucking gist. Yeah, you know? yeah. With a movie, it's like, you really, if it's new and you want to watch it, like, you really have to be, like, focused. Yeah. You have to want to watch it. It's a nice, compact story. And when it's over, it's over. It's not like a TV show and you're just like, well, it'll they'll probably harken back to that yeah, later on or something. I don't know. They'll recap. It's like, they'll no. a little the, recap. With a movie, it's different because, you know, like, I think phones, that's like the problem with cell phones for me is like 
I don't I don't use my phone a lot, but if I'm not doing something, like I'll you know, I'll play on my phone. Or like I'll go look at stuff or like read an article. Like and movies are like that weird middle ground where it's like I'm actually doing something but it feels like I'm not. And I'm staring at a screen. Yeah, so it's like, like yeah. oh, I'll just pick up my phone. Like, you know, this scene looks like it won't be interesting. I'll just look at my phone, and then it's like, oh, I actually just missed, like, and then you a miss super relevant plot And then you miss the MacGuffin, point. yeah. But dude, that's my thing. With you know, that. I've revisited another movie, Wayne's World. Oh, yeah. The original Wayne's World. Classic. Yeah, dude. Is that the snake or you? That, that scene, yeah. That, dude, that movie is just... Just fucking Rob Lowe. Just <laughs> it's just enjoyable. <laughs> it is. It's good. There's something to me about a comedy, and I'm gonna go on a, a little tear here about comedies. <laughs> You're just like, uh, why are they so funny? I'm gonna say that this people may or may not agree with me on this, and I don't care. This is a hundred percent my opinion, and it was further confirmed last night because we were doing the Patreon episode, and when we walked out, um, my fiance was watching the the other guys on TV yep. like not on TV like on our television yeah on the te- yeah so like we you know we came out of the room the studio whatever you want to call it and we were like oh all right you know whatever we're gonna see what she's up to and it it just sucked me in like I was just cracking up like like oh, yeah, dude, Will Ferrell treating his hot wife like she's a piece of shit is really funny I, it, I don't know what it is about that movie just in its entirety that is. To me, that is the best comedy movie that has ever graced our really? lives. Really? Never heard you say that. I would I would put that movie up against any other comedy movie. And if if you've never seen like the other guys, and you know, pick another comedy movie that someone thinks is like the greatest, and you haven't seen either, I would bet money that the other guys you will laugh at harder. Because it has something for everybody. It's just like this weird... <laughs> I've only seen snippets, dude. <laughs> really? Dude, that, yeah. it is probably the funniest movie wow. on the planet. It is... I can't explain. It's just great. Wait, is that the one where... Oh, I don't want to give away spoilers of like... Do two people die like almost immediately in that movie? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, all right. I think it's... Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Um, All right, well, I'm gonna have to watch the whole thing. No, the other guys is great, um, it, and it's like nonstop. Like, I, don't get me wrong. Like, I love comedy movies, even like like Super Bad. That's another one that I thoroughly enjoy. Yeah, Forty Year Old Virgin. It's a mainstay. That's another great one. But it's like there's you know there's scenes in that movie that are peppered in that you know there might be something that you chuckle at, but they're not like laugh out loud funny. Yeah, but it sets you up for like a greater joke. I'm not sure how it's possible, but the other guys, they don't have scenes like that. Like, there's always something that is just ridiculously hilarious. And then the next scene happens, and you're like, all right, this is probably one of the, like, you know, more chill scenes. All right. And it's just as funny. Like, I don't know how they do it. (laughs) All right, so this is kind of like referencing the Patreon episode that we did yesterday. There's a Patreon link below, by the way. Yeah, check Uh, it out. Yeah, check out that episode. We talk about... uh, uh, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies versus Marvel in general. Yes. So is the other guys to you, is that Batman, the trilogy to what is it? Marvel is to fucking like stepbrothers or something. Cause I feel like that has a huge cult following. Everyone's like quoting stepbrothers up and down. Yeah. See, and that's, know? that's a tough movie for me because I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that it's not funny. Cause it is like, it's a funny movie. 
there's shit in there that is just great. Like, it's gold, you know? But I would, without a doubt, I would pick the other guys every day of the week. Like, every single day of the week. All right. That, all right. Is, that is how much I find that movie to be fucking hilarious. Both involving Will Ferrell there. If you've never seen the other guys... You need to make it a priority because you will love it. I promise you. I'll probably have to be doing that pretty soon. Then I absolutely promise you. Like you will, you will not understand why you are laughing, but it's just that funny. You know that makes it funnier. Yeah, you're just gonna laugh yourself to death. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, you will. You want to kill yourself with a smile on your face? Watch this movie. And comedies are hard, especially they're hard to judge because it's like everybody finds things funny and i might not think it's funny you might not think it's funny but somebody else is like this is gold yeah. you know and like you can still think things are funny but not maybe laugh at them you just kind of like enjoy watching it yeah it's, it's like, like the three stooges are like the marx brothers i'm not mm-hmm. like out loud laughing but i'm like this is nice dude i watched uh like the the reboot like the in color movie three stooges like the newish one. Oh god i I don't even know if I want to. I'll tell you this. I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like a good movie, but it it was enjoyable. Like, it had its moments for sure. Do you think it did the uh, the Howard Brothers justice? Mm, no, probably not. Like, no? I, I'll say that. Probably not, no. But it, dude, the beginning scene just like stole. I'm going to spoil it a little bit for yeah, you go guys. Go ahead, yeah. But they're kids and like they're in an orphanage and they're lined up like, you know, Mo Larry and Curly. And they're, like, pretty much, like, trying to show off to, like, be the one that gets adopted. And the parents are, like, looking at him, and they're like, yeah, these, these kids are weird. You know, this is strange. And um, uh, then they bring out, like, another kid, that, like, you know, little Timmy. He's just, like, a normal guy. He's not weird. Yeah. Not, like, quirky or fucking obnoxious. He's, just, he's a child. He's, like, an adorable, just, like, little kid. And they're, like, they fall in love with him, like, immediately. And the dad, like, you know, they're going through the line. They're like, all right, which one are we going to adopt? And they, like, bend down. and They're talking to, like, the little Timmy, you know, the little adorable kid. The adorable guy. And they're like, Timmy, you're going to remember this day for the rest of your life. And he's all, like, happy. And he starts crying. He's like, this is the day that you get to tell Mo that we're adopting him. <laughs> and it's just like, it like immediately like just. All right. That sounds like a Simpsons style bit. I, I like that. It just like totally threw, like I was like half watching it and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And that happened. It's like, I got to rewind that. Did that really, like, did I hear that correctly? And it was just fucking gold. Jesus. And then the joke is that they, like they adopt I I don't know if it was, it was one of the kids. I forget. But um, they adopt was like Mo. We'll just say Mo. Yeah, we'll just say Mo. And uh, so they adopt him, and you know they're in the car, and they're like, "Today's, you know, it's your birthday for us. Like this is the day that we have you." And they're like, "You know, you can have anything you want for your birthday." And he's like, he's thinking about it. He's like, "I really want to go back, and you know, I can we adopt, you know, Larry and yeah, Curly? Can we adopt Larry and Curly too." And they're like, "I don't know, Mo. Like that's a lot of work, and like kids cost money." And he's like, no, don't worry about it. He's like, they don't want to go to school. Like, we'll share everything. Like, we don't need, you know, anything special. It's just, like, important to me. And they're like, they like the parents look at each other, and they just immediately turn around and just unadopt him. Oh, what? <laughs> and then they go and get Timmy instead. Oh, my God. And, like, the whole 10-minute intro, it sold it. Like, I don't care what happens the rest of that movie. That was just, like, perfect. Jesus Christ. Does Shemp 
make an appearance? Uh, Is there a shempster? I don't think so. I could be wrong. I I didn't watch the whole movie because I started falling asleep probably about an hour or so in. But at that point, he wasn't in it yet. Wow. Um. So I, you know, I I can't confirm or deny. And I'll admit, it's one of those movies that I didn't, like, go back and I'm like, I have to finish it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that should tell you a little bit about what kind of movie we're talking about here. That's kind of what I expected out of a Three Stooges modern day reboot. Yeah. Like, did did you ever watch, like, Three Stooges, like, the old stuff, like, as a kid or anything? Yeah, I used to watch it, like, because it would be on, what is that, like, uh, 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 for us, it's, like, Channel 9 or 26, too. Like, the the CW or, like, fucking... uh, WCCW or something. Yeah, they, like, that, like yeah. all those, like, they played, like, you know, syndicate, it was like Frasier and Seinfeld. And then, like, Saturdays, it was like Sven and, like, the Three Stooges and shit. Yeah, it's kind of like TV Land playing, like, Bonanza and all that shit. Yeah, like, time. I used to watch that, like, when I was, you know, never really when I was a kid, more when I was, like, a teenager, like, 12 to 15. Yeah. Because it was like, I always wanted to watch Sven and I'd be like, well, the Three Stooges are on first, so, like, I'll just watch that, too. Dude, those nights were the best. Because, like, my dad, like, loves the Three Stooges. So we would watch it all the time, like, all throughout my childhood. And those nights where it was, like, Three Stooges for, like, two hours. And then Sven Gulli comes on. And then Hell <laughs> it yeah. was, like, always a movie that he knew about. And I was like, what's that? And he's like, oh, it's hilarious. Watch this. Dude, Stoogapalooza. Like, that's Stoogapalooza. That's, that's what it was called, yeah. That's the shit, dude. Stoogapalooza. I, I love that stuff. And then, yeah, Sven Gulli. I'm sure we've talked about Sven Gulli before, but that's like a Chicagoland sort of basic cable sort of thing. Yeah, he's our Elvira. That's like what he, he's there like we go, the yeah. local Elvira. Yeah, he's a rubber chicken guy. He and was they, doing rubber chickens before the internet got a hold of him. Who's that real fan? What's his name? Uh, Joe Bob Briggs, that other yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of like the national version. Like they're, It's kind of like a, they're like the host of a movie, so they'll play, you know... It's a weird night between 1920 and like 1970. Yeah. And they'll play some weird, like obscure horror movie from that time. And then, like, Sven Gulli, like, you're on a commercial break, he'll cut in and, like, comment on it and, like, do silly yeah. shit. Or he'll, like, cut in and, like, put his face on one of the characters' heads and then, like, mm-hmm. start talking, like, isn't this insane? We'll be right back. Yeah. Like, it's, he's just like a, a movie host, I guess. If it you was will. the ultimate, like, what was it Saturday? Yes, yeah, I think it was Saturday nights, dude. That was how you spent it as a kid, dude. And they fucked it up too because I remember I used to watch it, and if I missed it, like I would tape it, and if it was like a good movie or something I wanted to see, I'd like you know watch it. And then they switched it, and I don't know what made them think that was a good idea, but they switched it to like eleven a.m. on Saturday. What? And it, yeah, like it <laughs> Who's was like fucking doing that. It was like Sven Gulli in the morning. And, like, they wouldn't play it at night. And that lasted for, like, a couple months. And then before I even, like, registered that, it was back to Saturday night. And I was like, yeah, this is, like, yeah, what dude. people want. It's a scary movie hour. Dude, this guy's got his face painted, like, uh, what is it? Fucking, like, Juicy, not like, Juicy J, Violent J. Violent J, yeah. So, like, Violent J and, like, uh, Alice Cooper mixed, you know? Yeah, he's, like, a lot more friendly. With a slash hat. He's a little bit more on the plump side, but he's a plumper. But He's I, from Berwyn. Berwin, but uh, I wonder like, cause I uh like I'll go online to like their website, and like cause they put up like their schedule of, like what they're gonna play, and like there's people that like comment and shit even on like Facebook I'll see it once in a while like 
There's people from like all over the country that like love Sven Gulli. Yeah, dude. People probably grew up with him like we did. And I'm like, I don't know how. I'm sure there's ways to get it. You know, like if you're in a fucking another state, like yeah, it's not your local network, but I'm sure you could find it somehow. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's been around for like decades. Mm-hmm. Like the that's not like the the Sven Gulli that we know is not the original. Yeah, Sven he's Gulli. actually like the son of the original. But I'm pretty sure Sven Gulli himself is dead. I think. Oh, he's gone. And then, yeah, like, his son is the new Sven Gulli. He's, like, the ultimate cult image, you know? Like, he is. Sven Gulli's just the shit. Like, people love him. He's an accessible crypt keeper, honestly. Oh, yeah. He's, like, he's the human version of that. He's, like, I'll, uh... He's making jokes, but it's not constant puns that, like, don't stop. Yeah, he's not, like, hideous. I mean, he's he's a little gross-looking, but that that says more about him personally than, like, you know the makeup oh he's a good guy yeah he's probably fucking badass like he's the kind of guy you'd want to hang out with yeah and he knows all this like weird shit from like the 40s like who would know that it's like teenage wolf man meets a giant pterodactyl or something like that it's like i never heard of this movie yeah like i didn't know know, just obscure things but yeah and then they do you know uh they'll do like themes like they do uh when king kong vs godzilla came out they did I mean, it was probably about three months where they played, like, all the Godzillas and, like, King Kong. Yeah. And then, like, the original King Kong versus Godzilla. So they do do, uh, do do. Do do. They, uh, I don't know how to say that without putting do and do together. They actually do. Yeah, that's good. They actually do. <laughs> to avoid the, interesting uh, things. the poop. Dude, I'm surprised that I never saw um, Creature from the Black Lagoon on Sven Gulli. I'm sure he played it. But yeah, the first I time I ever watched that was in college, like the first year that I moved out. Really? And it was just on a Sunday morning at like 9.30, my ro- Carlton, my roommate at the time, mm-hmm. he was just like, yeah, I'll just throw this on. We were just like making eggs. I was like, this is badass. Oh, that's a great this movie. This is a great movie. It's just in like a single bay or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's awesome. I don't remember why, but we used to have it on VHS and we would watch it like all the fucking time like non-stop hell yeah and i i love that movie it's great and it's just it's not remotely scary but it it's fun no it is fun and there's just the shots of him like underwater and shit yeah and you're just like Ooh. seems uh, revolutionary for the time it does well, i wonder when that came out that was i mean it, it was, was black so- and white so probably like it, at least the 50s but i guarantee it was before that yeah i have a I I doubt. I mean, it's not in a package or anything, so you know it's not like valuable I'll just look at it this up point. Here. But I have a little action figure of the creature from the Black Lagoon, and oh, don't you have the Wolfman too? Uh, Dracula. Dracula. Okay. Yeah, I have those two, and I found those in a really funny way because they were not mine. Uh, they were my cousins. And they were lodged in the back of my grandmother's piano. Yeah, that just sat in your fucking room for a while. Yeah, and after like 30 years, uh, my grandmother gave the piano to us. And we took it. And then when we cleaned it and like dismantled it, they were in there. And I was like, this is really cool. And I texted my cousin. I was like, these are like yours. He's like, yeah, you can like have them. Like, I don't care. Oh, it came out in 54. 54. 54 was the premiere. That is a significant... Oldie. year the, oldie. yeah it's yeah. an oldie <laughs> significant oldie that's what there's no other good way to say it it's an old it's old as shit it's fucking it's an oldest fucking shit movie how about that could be dirt by now uh-huh. but it's not it's living in our memories absolutely yeah you should watch that movie everybody 
I, yeah, I, that's a good... It's a classic. It's one of those, like... If you're into horror movies and you actually genuinely mean it, there's a few staples that are pretty common among everybody. It's Obviously, there's no necessity to watch these. No, I mean, but yeah. that's one of them that's, like... It's very commonly accepted as, like... As far as a creature feature is going to go, that's, that's, like, the tippy top of the list. No, I'd have to agree. Um... Even, you know, like, yeah, Wolfman and Frankenstein are creatures, but they kind of get their own subcategory, yeah. you know? Yeah, they They get wolves, and they get fucking... I guess Frankenstein's sort of like a zombie mixed with a vampire. That's, yeah, but he's different. He's got, like, name, like, recognition. Yeah, and he's not hungry. Him. You know, he doesn't follow the trope of the other two. Yeah, he's his own category. He's he's hungry for companionship. Yeah, and, he, and then he gets it, and she screams. Oh, she screams! And he drowns little girls in wells and things like that. Yeah, and like by the river, it's like I want to play, and he's like, oh, maybe not. No, oh, maybe let's play. Uh, can you die faster, bitch? And then they, she wins. Yeah, maybe he was like a Lenny sort of character, like a, uh, from Steinbeck. You know, it's a yeah, like, what you, uh, cognitively, uh, developmentally disabled. Is that like a? Is that the appropriate terms now? I don't know. I know what you're saying, though, and we're past it. Yeah, we're past that. So, yeah. We're pa- we're in the future now, guys. We don't talk like Futuristic that Futuristic stuff. But he, uh, yeah, the creature features, those are good. Uh, the, you know what movies I want to really revisit that I feel like don't get enough credit? What? Tremors. Dude, Tremors is good. Now, Tremors is mind. good. Who's the who's the uh, the explosives boy? Bert. Bert, dude. Bert. Bert dude. is the best character in those movies. Bert's a fucking madman. Now, when I say Tremors, I mean like the the original trilogy, the first three. Uh, obviously, you know, one and two are like outstanding. Three isn't bad by any means, but then like they have like four, five, six, seven, eight now, and I have not even. No, oh, like, yeah, it's it's like Halloween and like. Friday the 13th and that shit. So. Yeah, it's like, I don't know like where to even begin to digest this. Yeah. But um, I will say I'm, I'm very excited for the new uh, Texas Chainsaw. Dude, yeah, you were saying you wanted to do like a little uh, sort of viewing party next week for that? Yeah, we'll be... I am down as hell we, for that. We will be doing that here. Um, I'm ex- it looks like a, a little bit of a different uh, situation here. They're kind of playing off one of the older movies. Yeah, he doesn't have a chainsaw. He's a hedge trimmer. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's the shrub man. It's actually man. A, a blow dryer that he puts little needles in. You he's know? the shrub man. <laughs> but no, it's uh, it it seems at least what I'm gathering from the different trailers and like you know the big trailer. Yeah. Um, it seems that they're doing sort of a connector to the old ones, where the main survivor comes back. To either get revenge or, you know, save somebody, blah, 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 things okay. like that. Or he, like, finds himself in the same situation. It's like, he can't still be oh, here. Oh, it's a woman, baby. It's uh, a woman, baby. She can't. Wait, she's like, he can't still be here. Yeah, something like that, but it's very present. This um, person can't still be here as I am gender ambiguous. It's a, It looks like it has potential. Now... I've said that about past movies, and I've been nothing short of extremely let down. Yeah, remember the Meg? Good lord! I, I'll still tell you how much I hate that movie. The Meg was dog shit. The Meg still is. The Meg and the Dead Don't Die are oh, two movies that I will forever, even if I watch them in five to ten years, and I'm like, I was wrong. 
I will die before I admit that I was incorrect <laughs> about those films. Yeah, we made it permanent. We talked about it on the podcast. I we am... talked shit about that movie for so long. Yeah, then we had Alex, the one person I've met that actually liked that movie. We brought him on the show simply so we could just shit on his beliefs. Yeah. And I, I'm not even going to lie. I mean, I love that kid. I don't feel bad for doing that. He deserved to hear it. <laughs> Sometimes life is hard, you know. He deserved to know that he was incorrect. Yeah. And I'm a fan of, like, the campy fucking horror movies, but, like, that one was just it was too far. It had too much star power to live up to, I don't know, like, the star power as opposed to the storyline, it just did not meld. No, they spent all. far too much money getting the actors to be in it, and they didn't spend enough money on a... A writing team, yeah, or some sort of directive person yeah. that could be like, "Wait a minute, this is kind of a dumb idea. Like, can we figure <laughs> something else out?" Do you know what kind of like the the campy horror sort of thing that I'm actually looking forward to? Uh-huh. That I really hope doesn't follow in the footsteps of the Dead Don't Die is fucking. Uh, I think it's Studio Six Six Six, the like Foo Fighters movie. Yeah, you were telling me about Dude. that last night. I didn't know that was like a thing. Did that you was watch happening. the trailer yet? I haven't. No, it's I coming was out. Reading at, about it. Oh, it's coming out at the end of the month, and it looks good. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm it looks it looks like a Tenacious D esque sort of thing, which makes sense. You know, like they did work with each other. He was Satan. Uh, Dave Grohl was mm-hmm. Satan in Tenacious D's. Movie, oh yeah, right? he, he fucking. He does everything, man. He's he does around. fucking everything. But yeah, dude, you should watch that uh, that trailer. It looks great. No, that we that, should watch that. That'll definitely be a film to check out and see if it's worth uh, see if it's worth it. Yeah, it's not quite as like high budget of a campy sort of like horror film as like Shaun of the Dead, maybe. Mm-hmm. But it looks like it has a lot of potential. I I'd yeah, say. I and especially with that, like you know, there's a market for that simply because Dave Grohl's. Oh, in it's it. Dave Grohl. He was in Nirvana. Are you shitting me? I mean, that dude could wipe his ass with a fucking baby wipe. And sell that baby wipe, and somebody would buy it for an obscene amount of cash. And then give it back to him. Yeah, for him to sign it's, it. Yeah, everyone loves him. Um, but yeah, so that, that'll be an interesting thing to see. It's a weird kind of crossover. Usually movies like that, like even like Tenacious D, like they have a following, but they they never get big, you know? Yeah. They stay very... Very uh, in their home base. Like, I would have never known who Tenacious D was had I not seen the movie. Oh, really? And then I realized, I was like, oh, they, they like, tour and actually play shows. You're like, this is real, huh? This is badass. It's just Jack Black and Cage. It's pretty much Kyle. Like their fucking show that was on HBO turned into a movie. Basically. That's all it yeah. is. But, dude, when was the last time a fucking band made a movie at all? Like, I know the Beatles would do it. Elvis did it a lot. Yeah. But then after that, it, it Led Zeppelin got one, I think. Did they really? Yeah, I think they made it themselves. I'm not sure. It's, it's the song remains right. the same, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But then, it, like, decades go by. And then just Tenacious D and now Foo Fighters. Maybe that's the next new thing. That'd be cool. That'd be cool after superheroes, just bands making movies. I know, like, Ozzy, he was, you know, never a movie, like, about him. Per se, but he was in a lot of movies, like in the 2000s, late 90s. You know, well, the fucking Osbournes were on TV, so that was, like, huge. Yeah. yeah. Um, But, uh, you know, for those of you out there, there is a... Uh, the new Evil Dead comes out this year. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, I believe it is April or May it comes out. Bruce Campbell's still not involved? No, he is done. And people are so pissed about it, it's like... 
Who fucking cares? Like, like he's one of those actors that became one character for his entire life. Let him rest. Yeah, it's like you know? we we got more than enough material. If you bunch all of the Evil Dead material together, that is Bruce Campbell as Ash, you get damn near ten hours or more. Especially Ash versus Evil Dead. Like, what else could we be asking for? Yeah, you can't. We got a full like TV series. Yeah, you had at least. 10 to 15 hours of Evil Dead material where he is the main character. Yeah, we were just watching that earlier today. Yeah. You it was can, awesome. You can give him a break. Like, we can... We're not... They're not trying to pass the torch. You know, they're not trying to rewrite history. They're just trying something new with an established title. Yeah. You know? And normally, I don't really agree with it. But, I mean, obviously, I'm going to check it out. You know, there's... there's oh, yeah. I saw no the... Uh, I, I saw the original, like, remake of... the. I don't know what year it came out, like... 2016, 15? I want to say. Really? Well, either way, it it was good. It yeah. really it uh, kind of bumped up the meter on the the whole like realistic aspect of it. Oh, but yeah. that's to be expected. Yeah, it bumped that up, and it I became a true scary movie, and not just like, oh, we'll make the sequel a joke because this was kind of campy. Yeah, and the reason I like the remake is they stuck with only practical effects. And like there was little to no CGI in that film. Like they really, used, that's I mean, terrifying. The number is like astronomical. Like I don't remember it off the top of my head, but they used like well over like seventy five thousand gallons of like fake blood. Yeah, dude. The last scene where it's like literally raining. Yeah, just blood everywhere, and it's pooling. It's like you're just, they're just in a swamp of blood. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, that that's all practical effects. So that's like what about uh, the deadite in the basement cutting her tongue in half? Yeah, that was practical as well. Oh, I, God. well, because I have the DVD. That scene still makes me squirm just thinking about it. And like uh, on the DVD extras, they show a lot of that. And yeah, they gave her uh, like a prosthetic tongue, and then it was like a real knife, you know. So it was like, well, just just cut it. Yeah, it was a giant know? razor. Yeah, it was like just cut it, and like that'll be like the scene, you know. Yeah. So it's like that shit. I even if it's not a great movie, there's things to appreciate about it. No, very much so. And I'm kind of hoping for the same thing with the new one. Like, I don't think it's gonna blow you know anything out of the water and be like, this is amazing. Yeah. But I, I will say, if the new Texas Chainsaw follows in the footsteps of the remake of uh, Evil Dead, I'll be totally happy. Yeah, we'll you definitely know? have a good movie. That's like. Rewatch. It's got rewatchability. It's like entertaining, and it has kind of everything you'd need in a film. You know. Yeah. Uh, it ain't gonna win you any awards now, but no, dude, horror never gets gets into the awards. Yeah, literally, unless you're Jaws or The Exorcist, or maybe or the perhaps Omen. us or yeah, that even them. I don't any, think any they won, did they? I don't think they, yeah, they, they got, were nominated. They got nominated. That's big for Except, the for the genre. Yeah. And, yeah, because I think, as far as, if I'm not mistaken, the only two horror movies to ever win, like an Oscar, were The Exorcist and Jaws. What about uh, The Shining? Did Kubrick get in there? Uh, No, I don't think so. Really? I'm almost certain that didn't. Um, Huh. But, uh, yeah, even, like, The Omen and, like, Alien and shit like that, like... Those like really well made seventies movies. You they like Rosemary's Baby it. or anything? No, really. As, as far as I know, I could I could be wrong. I, I'm not claiming I have this information, but I remember I did like a project on that or something, and on like know, horror films in general. Yeah, or? and it was like 
astronomically low that but what's funny is that it's consistently one of the most popular genres of film throughout the history of film. Well, yeah, the couple hundred people that decide the the uh, the whatever award show at hand. Whoever decides those like winners, they don't like being scared. They're too old to have a heart yeah, attack. Yeah, those two old dudes like from the Muppets, you know, like the the guys up in the tower. Yeah. <laughs> That's who I imagine like votes. It's the fucking peanut gallery, yeah. But uh. Yeah, it is funny. Like when you look at film in general, horror movies have always remained very consistently popular. They're not like the most popular. They're not you know award winning and like life altering, but they always draw the crowd. I feel like they kind of get synced up with like the the Michael Bay sorts of like thrill seeking sorts of things. Yeah, you they kind of get lumped into that sort of. Uh corner of films no i you know what i mean i 100 agree because pretty much how it goes is like it's like a jerk off motion with your hand to a yeah. lot of people even that one i couldn't tell you the name of that movie we saw the last time i was in theaters that movie with like the oh with the big like crack and bone monster yeah, that was invisible kid, and like he was on his phone it was weird yeah i don't even remember the name of that but that was i liked it yeah it was good it was good and for horror movies they could do shit like that where they literally change like a little bit of the story, add this character, slap a new title on it, and it's going to make money. You know, like, it's going to make the money. Yeah. Get the right kid actor that can actually act, and it becomes a good horror movie. Yeah, not everybody could be Haley Joel Osment, but, you know, it's like... It's he, true. He was obviously the best. I sure am not. But the horror movies will always, at least for now, stay consistent because people like it. They, It's the same as a comedy. It's like, there's not much to it you just watch it and it's like and then it's over and then you're happier or you're sadder or you have something to talk about or you know oh it adds to your life in some way so if i'm to leave you people with any you know good movie recommendations um i obviously the other guys takes the cake yeah um annabelle creation that one was just solid um, I'm not saying it's going to blow your mind, but you're definitely going to like it if you like the Conjuring stuff. Yeah. Uh, you'll definitely enjoy that for sure. Um, then uh, I guess as far as like a romantic comedy, just because I see a lot of those now. The one with Sigourney Weaver. Uh, you know, I mean, I wouldn't. I, I'm not saying <laughs> don't watch it, but it certainly wasn't uh, wasn't like. Memorable. Like, I don't even. Know I gotta what it was watch called. that again. Yeah. I legitimately don't know what it was called. I I could not tell you. Well, you know, whatever. Um, dude, it all rom coms are the same. It's someone who left their town. They're coming back, and then some stuff is gonna happen. They're gonna fall in love. That's all it is. They just they leave. They come back, and they're in love. Yeah. And they make much it work. That on the head, right there. They just make it work. Then. Yeah. Then there's a resolution, and everybody's happy, and it's like, oh my yeah. god, yeah. Even the bully at the bar who's fat now is like, yeah, it kind of worked out for me too. Like, you know, in the end, at least. I want to say, I watched, um, what movie did I watch? It was, it's sort of a rom-com. It was not great, but it was like, I watched it and it was enjoyable enough to where I watched the whole movie, you know? Okay. Um, so it was like 50 First Dates or something. So, well, I, I, I love that movie. It's that, a good that's one. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, the Tape. But it was, what was it called? Like The Day Of or something? And it was Adam Sandler and Chris Rock were like the father-in-laws of like the two people getting married. Sounds good. And it was like 
Chris Rock was like, yeah, he was like a baller fucking surgeon, like rich as hell. And he wanted to like pay for it. But then like Adam Sandler was like just like a regular dude. And he wanted to like, he was the bride's father. So he was like, I want like, it's, I want to pay for it. It's like, so says tradition. And like, it was just goofy as shit. Like there's a scene where like, they're supposed to be getting married at like, um, this like venue that was really affordable, but then something happened and they couldn't. So they were going to move to like, you know, the city hall or whatever, but that's not what they wanted. So like Steve Buscemi's like the uncle or like the cousin or some shit. And he like captures a bunch of bats and he like releases them into city hall (laughs) to like try and get them like to postpone the event. Like it's just, it's just weird. Like it's one of those goofy fucking movies. Steve Buscemi releases the bats. That's my rom-com suggestion is the day of, I believe it's called. (laughs) Either one. Well, just look up those three actors and you'll probably find it. Yeah, you'll right. you'll definitely know. Uh, but yeah. that that was good for what it was. Yeah, I'll say my recommendations are probably just the new Candyman. That was fucking awesome. Uh, re rewatch your old mainstays. Anything that you liked from your childhood, go watch it again. See if it holds up. Oh, a thousand percent. Of course. You know, what I mean, like, come on. Uh, we we got Wayne's World for me. Uh, Alien still holds up. Everything's great. I also started watching The Sopranos recently with Karen. Well, that's a good show. So that's gonna be our our, our couple show. For now, just wait. so I'm finally on that train. Fucking too many years later, you are gonna be pissed. What at the end? I know the end. The Everyone end, knows the end. See, the ending didn't bother me too much. I'll say this: there's something extremely brutal that occurs to a character that you see, okay, and nothing ever comes of it. Like it's just ignored for the rest of the series. This is just supposed to highlight the danger that they're actually in while everything's so funny. In a weird way, because the but two it's first like episodes were really funny. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna be like, you're gonna see it. You're gonna be really uncomfortable, and then you're gonna be like, oh, cool, this is about to like get wild, and then it just stays, and, just... and nothing happens, and oh. you're like, what the fuck am I seeing? All right, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, you'll, you'll I'm like, gonna watch it no matter what. It, it's, it's a good show. It, All right. it, it's like any other show. It's, it, it has its moments where it drags a little bit, but it pays off. Yeah, All it right. always does. Cool. James Gandolfini, he's yeah, you know, he's the shit. Yeah, you can never go wrong with that guy. Yeah. Oh, but, I got uh, one more comment to make. It's not even a recommendation. And then at the end, let's just say like uh, maybe one or two music things uh, as suggestions, and then let's go. No, absolutely not. Um, I'm gonna do it. I watched a movie called The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. Uh, I feel like I, I know what that is. Is that with uh, uh, Steve Carell? Yeah, he's the magician. Yeah. And uh, Steve Buscemi's like his partner. Nowhere near a recommendation. It was not a great movie, but there are a few things that just fucking blew my mind. Like, Steve Buscemi leaves and he goes to, like, Africa. And they do this, like, like a news interview, right? And uh, they're, like, talking about, they're like, this, this village is so poor. They have no clean water or fresh food. Like, they have nothing. And then Steve Buscemi's like, yeah, that's why I decided to come and donate. And they're like, well, what are you donating? He's like, magic kits. <laughs> and they're like, the guy doing the interview is like, uh, so you didn't bring any uh, fresh water? He's like, no, I'm a magician. Like, I, I'm, I'm bringing like, magic. What the fuck do you think this is, newsboy? I'm bringing magic. And, like, he's just handing out these magic kits to these, like, kids that are starving. <laughs> and it just, like, was so absurd. And then the other part that just made me laugh was uh, Jim Carrey plays, like, a... Uh, a spoof version of like Chris Angel. 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, the name of their show is called like Brain Rape <laughs> instead of Mind Freak. Yeah, it's like like just when I first heard it, like I was like watching it, and they're like, "Get ready for the new episode of Brain Rape." That's like what? Good fucking lord! Like I was like, I can't believe that. It was great. So Hell that was yeah. that was a really stupid movie, but it had its moments. You should sure. watch it. I think I saw that was one of those uh, Comedy Central early morning things that yeah. I saw. It it definitely yeah. will. It'll make you giggle. It won't make you laugh, maybe, but it'll you'll be like, huh. Oh, like we good. said at the head of this, it's a good thing to just throw on. Oh yeah, totally. But that's the that's the movies. That's the movies, and I'll just say I have two recommendations. They're very uh, different in genre. Oliver Tree. He's right. hilarious. He has some crazy outfits, and he loves scooters. Listen to that. Okay. And then uh, fucking Harm's Way. I showed you Harm's Way. You said you liked it. Oh, yeah, yeah, We were going to Costco that, that day. I, I was that. like, I'm going to show you this. I remember that. So, yeah, just look up Harm's Way and Oliver Tree. And All right. Everything I'll, in between that is what I like. I, I think that's fair. I'll do I'll do something similar. I'll throw out uh, uh, Billy Ocean. Uh, obviously, you might know who that is. Damn just right. Listen to him again. Nice little uh, singy boy. It's just interesting. Uh, listen to that. Wasn't that uh, Chris Rock's little sister's favorite guy in the world? In Everyone Hates Chris. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was. <laughs> yeah. I think it was. Uh, so do that, and then there's a a very small band, uh, like very small, with like less than like 200 or so like actual followers. This is the Book fans. of Worms. Uh, no, well, they're they're throughout there too. I don't Look them up too. Are. Yeah, why not? But uh, they followed Grant. They have to be cool. If you're into um like weird like doom metal that's centered around like smoking weed and drinking beer, uh, listen to Leatherlung. They're a good time. They're oh yeah, you got a time. sticker on your backpack back here. I do. Yeah, I bought, I've never listened to them. I bought a uh, shirt from them uh, on their website because it was like, oh, they only made like you know. Like a hundred of them or something. I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll buy one. And they sent me like a note and like a bunch of stickers and shit. And I was like, these guys are cool. Badass. So definitely check them out. I thought you were going to say like Weed Eater or something. Oh, they're cool too, obviously. They're always great. But they're uh, they're, they're famous-er, you know? I mean. They are. They might have 5,000 fans as opposed to 20. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah so check out uh, Billy Ocean and Leatherlung from me. How about that? There you go. Oliver Tree and uh, Harm's Way. There you go. There you go. So you got some movies to watch. You got some music you can listen to. And uh, you got a spectrum of everything in between that you could check out. That's very true. And next week we'll come at you with an actual topic. We just kind of, like I said, taking a little respite here, talking about some stuff we like. Yeah, enjoy all this. Right? Enjoy but anyway, uh, yeah, you can follow us on all the shit. That's Grant. I'm Jake. We are starting a cult. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we're on YouTube. You can like us, subscribe there. We're getting some cool comments there. And so fucking uh, we're on uh, Patreon down below. And our email is startercult at gmail.com. Give us some music and movie suggestions. We're always open. Absolutely. That's what we love. So there you go. That's the show, I think. I would agree. Wait, hang on. I got to go get Mitch to do bananas. All right. Yeah, yeah. So you, uh, you guys might. Navi is probably going to insert himself into here when the door opens. Mitch. He's calling upon Mitch right now. Mitch is in the other room enjoying the company of my dog and my fiance at the moment. Um, it's very dark out there. I know you guys, there's no relevance this is a, to you. the audio medium. But it's very dark out there. Yeah, I Mitch is here for bananas and Navi is too. Yeah, Navi right. came in to say boo. So we love you guys and what we'll be back nice. next week as always. All right, so yeah, goodbye. Bye.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.